Speaking Queerly. Hello and welcome to Speaking Queerly, the podcast. My name is Madam Jo. Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It is 2024. It is. Can you believe it? I can. I no. really can. No, it's considering we're sitting here on the 6th of December. <laughs> <laughs> As always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Rudy Thinsmith. Uh, happy New Year, Joe. Happy New Year, Rudy. <laughs> How does 2024 feel? Oh, it feels stunning. It Great. feels divine. Well, speaking <laughs> of... <laughs> what a fucking <sighs> tripper. Um, speaking of divine... Hello, Hen. Hi. Divine Tension, the producer of Steamin'. And multiple I, other things. Divine Tension, producer of too many things at this point. <laughs> Director I'm, of her own it. company, Divine Tension Presents. Yes. And the owner of a little event called Steaming. I am. And there's indeed. a big event that comes out of that wee event. There is a big event that comes out of that wee event. Steaming the main event. Yes, so every year um, we do a main event. I say every year, only happened last year. (laughs) Um, No, because um, we kind of transitioned from a different brand to Steeman and now we do kind of 12 shows a year, monthly, and one of those shows directly bangs back in the middle during the hottest period, which is always lovely, fun, and chances, uh, because it gets very hot upstairs, um, is Steaming the Main Event. And this year we have got Steaming the Main Event 2.0. We absolutely do, and that's what we're here to talk about yes. today. Before yes. we do that, Ruri, on this little special episode that we've dropped on a random Monday, <laughs> oh my God. please tell the people where they can find us the people can find us on social media in all the usual places you can find us on facebook under speaking clearly with madam joe and rudy or you can find us on instagram and threads under speaking.clearly absolutely um as i'd said before we are recording this on the 6th of december which is the same day that we'd done the interview with joanna levin so joanna levin is still in the room say hi joanna <laughs> All right, Paul. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was, that was interesting. Um, th- th- right. 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 Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year, Divine Tension. <laughs> On the 6th of December. <laughs> yes. So let's get into this. Let's get into it, yes. Now, we'll, we'll save the, the headline talk for a wee second. Oh my God, let's build suspense. Well, so I think the announcement's already out by the time I've dropped this. Yes. But just for those who don't know, for those who don't let's know. let's crack on with the the nitty gritty of it all. Let's do that, yes. So let's start off with a special announcement for us. Yes. Who is the official podcast of Steamin? So the official podcast for Steamin is actually um I was trying to think of a different name. No, <laughs> um, no, like a different podcast. It's 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 him. It's him. Actually, the bald and the beautiful by Trix and Katia. I love that one. Um, yeah, no, it's um, no speaking queerly um, with um, Madam Joe and Rory as the official um, podcast sponsor for Steam In the main event 2.0, which will take place on June the eighth. 2024. How exciting! I know, right? How I'm exciting. very excited. Um. And let's get into who we are going to see at Steam in the Main Event 2.0. 
So I've heard through the grapevine that you you've have. booked a winner of The Majesty. I have. So The Majesty is a competition up in Edinburgh that takes place at Three Sisters by Blaze um, the Queen and um, her entertainment company, Blazing Entertainment. And the winner of last year's Majesty was none other than Miss Tina Justina, yes. um, who is coming down to Dumfries to give us a little twirl. Um, if you haven't, if you don't know who's Tina Justina is, all you need to do is go on TikTok or Instagram and look up a video of her as Lois Griffin from Family Guy <laughs> saying that 9-11 is bad and it went absolutely viral. It went it insane. Was, it was crazy and she's just such an interesting, colourful personality, like really easy to speak to, really easy to kind of get, get along with, always has a laugh um, and just... You know, I always am interested in the artists that look a little bit different, that look a little bit quirky, that have that little bit. And we certainly have that with this lineup. Mm -hmm. um, and Tina Justina is no exception to that rule. Tina is really uh, kind of visionary in herself. I think she, you know, exists to kind of show her identity through drag and how, you know, and her humour and how her aesthetic is you know, adjacent to how she identifies as a person. And I think yeah. that's really, really special. And just someone that really excites me, you know? Absolutely. We got to see the Majesty when we went to Edinburgh for your birthday celebrations in we October. Did. So we've seen Tina Justina mm -hmm. and my gosh, are the people of Dumfries going to be entertained? They are going to be entertained. I remember when we went to see her, she was part of a girl group. They did the Saturdays. Um, <laughs> and out of, out of all of them, um, I think, you know, it's the person that your eye always gets drawn to. There was a couple in that group. It was her and Rosie Cheeks. Yes. Um, but I think with her, she just gives those facial expressions and gives you like that look and like kind of captures your attention with what she's saying and her moves are so clean. And I think she's just an all-rounder. The first time I'd ever heard of Tina Justina actually was um, Franz, um, who is a kind of steaming Dumfries regular. Legend, um, who of we, legend of steaming. Absolutely. Legend of steaming, legend of pride, legend of Club Queer back in the day. Steaming? They are steaming. They are steaming. Well, mm -hmm, who is steaming? Um, you'll find out later. Ooh. Um... But yeah, that was the first time because Franz um, couldn't do a gig and she had um, said, oh, if you were going to get anybody else for the gig, I would definitely recommend Tina Justina. And at that point, I hadn't really heard of Tina. I was like, who's this? Like, you know, I think they'd done a few things in the scene, but obviously Franz was absolutely obsessed and now I can totally understand. Yeah, absolutely. Completely. Moving on from one majesty legend to another. Another majesty legend and quite frankly, one of my favourite, artists that I've seen over the past year. Um, their name is Sir. Sir the drag creature. Um, so they kind of identify as kind of a drag thing as opposed to a drag king or anything else. Um, I think with Sir, what's so aesthetically what's what's so like charming is their aesthetic and the fact that they can they're like a shapeshifter they really you are. know it's like you see like one look and it's like this big kind of tool dress which was what they used for the majesty um for their promo look and then on the other side because i i got their so to, to today is december 6th so i just got their um promo looks through but by the time this comes out the poster will be out which is so exciting um but sir has sent me 
god four or five different images and you would think that was five different artists it is crazy like well, what's insane is yeah. when i saw the promo for majesty yes wait a few months ago mm. sir looked totally different to the 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 artists we saw on the night because on the night they were part of a pussycat dolls uh band sort of thing yes and they were so stunning. They had like this bodysuit on that was made of leather and their yes. ass was out and they were having a great time. Oh my God. And from the promo look to that, I was that's a different person. Yeah, They oh, are completely different people. Absolutely. And it kind of shows, because it wasn't, when we went to see Majesty, that wasn't what I was expecting at all, no. which just goes to show the level of versatility as an artist. And really... As someone, you know, there are a handful of queens um, and kings and, you know, um, creatures that are on the drag scene in Scotland that I can safely say are people that I just find really exciting. Um, I can name a few now, like Dorian T. Fisk, Franz, um, Rosie Cheeks, um, CJ Banks, um, Sar, Tina Justina. There's The list goes on and on and on, but there, these are the people that I think can not only look good and look aesthetically pleasing on Instagram because there's so much of drag culture, especially nowadays with RuPaul's Drag Race, that is just about posting a good picture and like who can Photoshop the best or who can, you know, do the best makeup and it kind of creates this cookie cutter kind of drag artist, which is always a little bit boring. Um, But these people, you know, that I just listed and more are people that have such bold aesthetics and such bold stage presence in their own right like you could go to a cj bank show and you're getting a cj banks experience and it's very unique and then you go to a franz show and you're getting a franz experience we just recently saw well last year saw franz do their solo show um which the name escapes me do you remember the name of the solo show come cry with me come cry with me and that was just that just gave you a glimpse into who Franz was as an artist in the same way that something like Passion Project would show what I'm like as an artist and eventually when we get round to uh, Madame Jo's show Pluck Me Softly Pluck Me Softly it'll you know reveal a whole other side to Madame Jo that you won't have seen and I just love that because all these people that can hold a room by themselves I think that's so important and that's what I wanted to really champion with um, the lineup for Steaming this year Brilliant. Um, so from this side of the border, we're going to head down to the pool full of livers um, and Liverpool Brewery. Liverpool. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, girl, no, please. <laughs> oh, these, no. These drag creatures are getting out of hand. They really um, are. No, from, we're heading down to Liverpool and we are getting old Naya Thorne over the border. Oh, my God. Naya Thorne. Um, she has already been to Dumfries. Yes. Um, she came with DJ Delicious to Club Queer Lipstick 90s in June of July of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and really set a great impression without even being in drag just as a person to speak to she was so lovely so genuine really yeah completely endearing and just you know funny a hundred like oh my god just their humor and the quick wittedness and I, I I often talk about this moment outside I won't name the person that this was um because I believe they live in Dumfries but um they <laughs> Sophia was <laughs> Sophia Stardust was <laughs> having a scrap with some well not a scrap it was funny so this person had said oh my god 
Um, I'm not really into drag or can't be bothered. Bear in mind, all the drag queens from Club Queer were outside <laughs> of the <laughs> club at this point. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay. And Sophia goes up. Oh, I hate them as well. Like, I hate drag queens. <laughs> drag queens are awful, blah, blah, blah. Purely taking the piss. And meanwhile, me and Naya are across the road absolutely ending our lives because it was like the funniest thing that had ever happened. Yeah. Um, and that went on for ages and ages. I remember Ruri's partner was there and we were just having an absolute scream. It was hilarious. I don't know where you were at this point, Ruri. I think you were just like probably inside Fucked. getting a drink or somewhere <laughs> yeah absolutely um but yeah it was the funniest thing um and so naya's coming down naya is a stunning queen um has really got the moves definitely going to give me a run for my money <laughs> when she comes up like genuinely like such a presence on stage on the liverpool scene and in typical liverpool style takes no shit from anybody no like really is not afraid to so if we get any of the of the you know young team coming around and heckling us, I'm sure Nia Ford will be right on them. <laughs> Just <laughs> jabbing, you know. Do, do you have a, a security dog? No, we've got Nia Thorne. Yes, we <laughs> um, have Nia Thorne. I'm very excited about Nia Thorne. Me too. Um, I, I recently watched the video of them performing at Tracks up in Edinburgh. Yes. And they'd done um, Untouched by the Veronicas. Oh my it was god! Unreal. So fucking good. <laughs> so um, Nia. If nah, you could, yeah. please, if you could do that um, in Dumfries, we'd be very grateful. Yes. Um, uh, I suppose Madam Joe's doing it. Yes, yeah. our steaming resident performer, Madam Joe, will be hitting the stage once more, um, as well as obviously being very involved behind the scenes and also as the sponsor for um, Speaking Queerly, Madam Joe and Ruri. I think, yeah, um, I don't know why I booked you again, to be honest. No, <laughs> I can't really I. be arsed. No. no. <laughs> That's the reason. That's the reason. Because me and Madam Joe are literal brain, brain twins. twins. Stop. Stop it. Shut up. No. Um, Five. No, it's going to be really gonna fun. We're going to have to come up with another camp we number. We are. Uh, that isn't... <laughs> Yes, CC, CC, Ruri. No, um, yeah, because we've, I mean, we've done some <laughs> iconic um, duets and some not iconic duets. We've done Who the, Who the Hell is Edgar, which is kind of the <laughs> one that when, you know, or Who the Fuck is Edgar, the as is Edgar, um, yeah. Ruri would say. And then we've done, for the Christmas period, we've done Ho 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 by Taya and Selena, um, which hasn't been recognized by them yet, but listen, there's still time. There's still and time. that, well, maybe by the time this comes out, you know, we'll be like, yay! It is the new year it, after it all. It is the new year. Um, maybe they'll f bring out like all Lang Syne but sang in their like native tongue that would be really funny and um, what we'll do that in June yeah we'll do that in Great. June no well because the Eurovision tracks so this is what we were saying um, the other week actually the Eurovision tracks some of them have came out right like for next year uh-huh and like none of them are cunt no. enough do you know what for a Greece, Greece is just the best one and I fucking hate it because it's shit but it is the best one out of all so of them. And I'm like, I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. I'm done, babes. My head's frazzled. Stop it. But no, I think when Eurovision is in full swing, maybe we can find some inspiration. Maybe we can find some inspiration. I mean, there's plenty of duet acts, isn't there? There's plenty of them. I mean, we've done Islands in the Stream. Sonny and Cher. Who's Sonny? Who's Cher? Am I sunny? You're 100% sunny. Okay, work. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, I think before, because I feel like we're leading up to an ultimate conclusion here, um, yeah. or a, a, a climax. Let's, let's go through the rest. I think we need to go through the rest. Um, I think 
what we need to do is go through the um, sponsors for yes. Steeman. Yes, yes, yes. Because this headliner would not have happened, nor would the entire show be happening next year um, with someone this iconic, um, TBC, um, if it wasn't for our amazing sponsors that we have. So I just want to kind of give them some love. Um, and you'll be seeing them all over my social media, all over Joe's social media, yeah. all over just press releases, etc., etc. All over the Dumfries drag scene's social media. Yes, <laughs> and all over the town and the posters. When I just slap, I'm just gonna slap them on windows. You Great. know, Tory office. Let's go. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Alistair Jack. Here we yeah. come. Um, Alistair Jack. That's one of them. Yeah. Right. Yes. So if we begin with the, I think we'll go backwards. So if we begin with Turner's Integrative Healthcare, um, this is someone that came to, has came to a lot of the shows, has been really supportive of drag and Dumfries. I remember I met them at the bingo um, (laughs) way back, um, like when it first started in like November, December time, um, a couple of years ago. And they've just been really supportive and always want to come and support. And when I put a call out for businesses that may or may not want to um, sponsor the show and be a part of kind of rural drag and rural LGBTQ plus culture, they jumped at the opportunity. Um, So a massive thank you to Turner's Integrative Healthcare. Moving swiftly along to the incredible um, small pub that you'll find them just across from the bank and on the sands, the Coach and Horses Inn are a sponsor for us. Um, That, you know, it's it's great to have local businesses involved. It's great to have, you know, other bars and pubs. And um, I believe at some point throughout the year or just before the show happens, we're going to have a kind of um, little thing at the coach just to kind of celebrate what it means for, you know, this for all the sponsors to be a part of the show and for them to kind of like, you know, get something out of it and we might even get some local performers in just to like have a little go because they've got the newly renovated upstairs area at the coach and horses which is lovely moving swiftly along we have got um the ninefold distillery which is a rum distillery based in Lockerbie, um owned by a man named kit he is incredible um lovely person Thank you so much for sponsoring us. I'm very excited. We're going to have a lovely um, themed cocktail set for um, Steaming the main event 2.0. It'll be themed based on, I don't know, maybe the queens, maybe the the general atmosphere, maybe, you know, the headliner. Um, and yeah, we're going to get that sorted. So thank you so much to ninefold distillery for sponsoring us the final sponsor and um they have also sponsored um, shows in the past such as speaking queerly on dcr it is the incredible doogie arms on the venal we are absolutely obsessed with um, les and everybody that works at the doogie arms they have been such a integral part of the scene the drag scene in general for the longest time and um, we dj they are they support our shows and um, double down disco have done a lot of the shows that we and um, put on um, like club queer and like steaman and yeah i'm just really excited to have them on board the kind of i would say the safest space um on a nightlife culture for people that are lgbtq plus and their allies um is 
the Douglas Arms. Um, so thank you so much, Les. I love you. Um, you're, you're incredible. You're amazing. And that's our kind of lead sponsor. So those are the sponsors for Steaman, the main event 2.0. I think it's worth mentioning as well yes. that um, some of our friends and family members have contributed to this as well. Yes, absolutely. So... Um, Yes, thank you for saying that. Um, so we have got a few more sponsors to talk about. They are the incredible friends and family members of myself and Madam Jo. Shout out to um, Shirley, my mother, Jackie, my auntie, Louisa, um, our family friend, and Jo's husband, Murray, for contributing towards the, um, you know, um, being able to secure our headliner i keep almost saying their name um, but we haven't quite got into that <laughs> stage yet um but yes so i would like i love them all very much and um, thank you to every single sponsor it means so much to have not only local businesses but kind of people with personal relationships to us to sponsor the show and to support lgbtq plus culture and to believe and it's such a special thing to, it's one thing to support a show, but it's another thing to believe in what we're doing um, tenfold. There's no question about it. These people are, you know, passionate and come to every single show and always have a great time. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Indeed. Yes. We, we really, really, really greatly appreciate it. So, Divine, what is the vision for this year's Steaming? How is it going to compare on the last year's uh, main event? Oh my god, um, so obviously last year's main event was wild, um, obviously we had Cheddar Gorgeous and the kind of the kind of general theme that I go for normally with main event and the feel is, as it sounds, main event, it's very, you know, it's supposed to differ from the regular steamans with, you know, higher pr production value, um, more sleek kind of transitions between the songs and between you know who's introducing who on and everything's kind of much more meticulously um you know um planned out beforehand and we have a much bigger team on it we have you know stage managers and lighting techs and sound techs and equipment that's been um you know hired in for the performance but i'd say i think the theme is i I kind of always say that we kind of work with the theme of like joy and togetherness and and as and as kind of like well not wanky but as wanky as it sounds <laughs> I love the idea that these shows do so well in terms of ticket sales and in terms of you know the amount of people that come in because it creates an atmosphere in itself I think as much as we create an atmosphere on the stage with the lighting and the sound and the performances I think the general you know atmosphere of the people that are there and the noise that is that is made and the you know the laughter and the singing along and the screaming and the cheering <laughs> and then when you're outside in the smoking area as well because I I always hear reports about the smoking area at Steaming the main events or club queers where people are saying like that was intense but the smoking area oh my god it yeah. was like going out into <laughs> a pool of just everyone just loving each other and having a great time and people being like oh I love you I remember they did a video for club queer lipstick 90s and some of the footage that wasn't in that was um one of my friends um jordan chisholm she had said in that that she was like um, they'd asked her like oh what do you think of the um show like what do you think of the atmosphere and how it generally comes across 
And she was like, do you know what, what's so nice about it is that you can go outside into the smoking area or you can go out, you can go into the room and you see people that you haven't seen for ages or people that don't normally come out or people that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily expect to see they are. And, you know, you reconnect with so many people. You're like, oh my God, I know you. Oh my God, hi, how are you? Like, I've not seen you in years. So it's that kind of... What I love so much about main events that we do with Steamin and with Club Queer is that it creates that kind of space where people can come together and people can just exist freely yeah. and just with, with without judgment and without, you know, any sense of awkwardness. You know, if you're a queer person and you're going there by yourself, you're going to find someone in there that you can relate to because yeah. it's such an open atmosphere. So I think, yeah, I think it's a mixture of performance and what we do technically and then emotionally what happens when you're in that room. Um, so yeah, you can expect much of the same for yeah. next year. Um, well, for this year's one, um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It really was a, an electric uh, atmosphere last year. I mean, um, we, there, there was so much, so many, mo we've talked about it actually in quite in depth on the show previously, but we really did have moments where people were really emotionally moved. Um, so I, for one, am absolutely looking forward to... Oh, I sobbed. That again. <laughs> you did, I yeah. Did. Yes. It was, it's one of my career highlights. I yeah. mean, I know yeah. it's been a short career, but I know it's it's going to be one of those that stays with me yeah. right throughout my career, however long or short it may be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm just incredibly grateful for that. Yeah. That last steaming in particular. Yes. Uh, the the main event that was it was just incredible. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I and I think it's one of my career highlights as well. A hundred and ten percent. I think that that what we were able to achieve with that show and how smoothly it ran and you know how the artists reacted to it. Because I, I can I can always tell the success of a show by, you know, you know, seventy percent how the audience react to it, but then thirty percent of how the artists react to it. Because if they are saying, "Wow, that was amazing! Wow, this is such a great atmosphere," you know, I've had people like Dorian T. Fisk say it in the past about Club Queer Lipstick Nineties. I've had people like, um, should I stop for a minute? <laughs> Sorry, I just didn't want that to make it. That's, that's Joe Levin yes. ever so unsubtly leaving the room. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had people like Dorian T. Fisk say it before, saying, oh, that was such an electric atmosphere. Franz has said it, Cheddar Gorgeous has said it, Vanity Milan has said it, Crystal put something on Twitter about it. It's like, you know, yeah, we just something, like it's something special it's, has been created. Oh, absolutely. And it's so special, you know, to. F to just to have that knowledge that it was like kind of I mean I suppose it is my brainchild um and what you know I kind of wanted to bring into it and I'm so glad that other people are getting to experience that and not even just the audience but other artists like yourself and you know you being able to have these career highlights and things that we can look forward to you know off the back of you know what's kind of built up and the fact that it's built up an audience has been absolutely incredible we've, we've so, seen yeah. such a dramatic shift in audience numbers absolutely specifically in the last sort of four months yes um and it's so nice because it's people that are either returning or they've heard about it through friends and yes. they're just coming along and it's so nice yes um and we're so 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 incredibly lucky to to have the amazing audience that we have yeah and, it, and it's always such a loving atmosphere even outside of the main events you know um main event i mean i feel like the main events i can feel the love like penetrating me that wasn't supposed <laughs> to <laughs> 
<laughs> get I can feel. Girl, get penetrated. But do, you, but do you know what I mean? You can feel like you feel the like, it just it over. That's why we were all like upstairs sobbing for like twenty minutes after the show finished because we're all just like, oh my god, like how amazing. Mm-hmm. But there for was one the, yeah. moment during uh, main event when Cheddar was talking where I came and I I just came over to you and I could just see how emotional you were. I just put my hand on my on your shoulder. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I was, like heaving. <laughs> like no, it was so. It was such a it was such a moment because obviously that was the first time a you know headline artist had said you know like about supporting local drag and because you know that's where she came from and that's where that's where they all come from and I think sometimes you know if we um, if you listen to the last podcast that you did before and we were talking about drag race and um, bef- bef- before the break I think that's what a lot of the queens that get on seasons especially with the UK one there's a lot of them that kind of lose sight of like what happened before for them and like this is the kind of stuff you know these are the kind of gigs that they do and you know it's kind of like local they all come from places that are either you know rural or if you're from a city you're from a city but if you're from that rural place it's like you know it's just really special to kind of see and I yeah and it's it's really nice to have people like Cheddar to be like this is what you should do dumb freeze we want you to support us or they want you to support us you know it's crazy absolutely so obviously last time you had cheddar gorgeous at main event and you did have a meet and greet opportunity before the show mm-hmm. um, and that was included in your vip ticket line i remember causing a scene in the ticket the night before by buying out the last vip ticket um, mm. and, and <laughs> that that was a moment yes. um will we be able to recreate that moment this year <laughs> um are you going to have a vip experience and what are the uh, costs for tickets this year Okay, so yes, I do remember that very well. I remember uh, the wee Venomania, like minimal fighting, maximum chinage (laughs) um, at the Douglas Arms. Shout out to the sponsors. Um, But yes, so our ticket prices range from £18.50 to £35 this year. So for £18.50, it is student admission. You must have a student card um, or something of that description to prove that you are a student that is currently studying. And um, that'll be £18.50. That gets you into the show and into the after party um, starting at, I believe, nine o'clock is when the show starts. And then we have jumping up is just general admission. Um, So that's just for everybody else and that is £20.50 and then we have the VIP admission package which gets you a meet and greet experience with our headliner and it will be £35 and that gets you a meet and greet with the headliner entry to the show entry to the after party and it gets you early entry into the venue as well um that's insane yeah I mean, that considering insane. like for an extra 15 pounds you get to meet this headliner and we've been talking about this at length but mm-hmm. you know when considering it like drag cons and most other events you'd mm-hmm. be charging hundreds Mm-hmm. for for meet and greet opportunities an extra 15 pounds to yeah. meet this headliner which you'll find out in a second is insane yes. <laughs> it's incredible that is yes absolutely you're getting it for an absolute steal so when you find out who the headliner is when we see it a little bit later in the show it is you're going to know like you're going to want to meet this person they are an icon a legend um on the drag scene and on the drag race uk alumni scene they absolutely are absolutely um yeah so that's 35 pounds for that package um as we say just an extra 15 pounds they are just to like have a camp old time and get some early entry get the get that first dib at the bar and get that picture for that are so limited 
So you need so, to act quick. Yes. So the tickets are going to be limited to 70 people in total. Um, and that is just 70. So when they are gone, they are gone. There is no ifs, no buts about it. And we're expecting that um, to sell fairly quickly. Absolutely. I'm going to track the ticket sales and wait until the last one is available. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> So when can we expect to buy the tickets? Yeah, so the tickets are going to go on sale for the pre-sale on January the 26th, 2024. Oh, that's a day after a really cool person's birthday. <laughs> it is. Oh Rabbi my Burns. God. Yes, Rob. Rabbi Burns. <laughs> <laughs> the shade, the shade. A man's a man for all that and all that. And it's and it's and it's also um, Madam Joe's birthday. Yay! Yay! That's so exciting. Happy oh my god! Me. Yeah. So you guys can celebrate Madam Joe's birthday, and then literally the day after, get your tickets when pre-sale tickets go on sale to get on the pre-sale list. Now this is very important, so listen up. Um, what you're going to want to do, we have a steaming Freaky Friday, which is just our regular monthly steaming with myself and madam joe which will take place on january the 5th now it is january the 1st so run to get those tickets um the only way to get on the pre-sale list this year is to buy a ticket for either steaming freaky friday which is on january the 5th or steaming your bloody valentine which is on february the 2nd with amphetamine and madam joe and divine tension one of those two shows you can get the tickets on the out savvy page but once you buy the ticket remember to consent to marketing and then you will receive your pre-sale link in order to get tickets on the 26th of january for steaming the main event 2.0 now the pre-sale will go on for one week um, not sorry not even one week it will go on for three days and then on the 29th of january that is when general sale begins um so if you are looking to get a vip meet and greet experience with the headliner then i would strongly suggest getting on that pre-sale list um and purchasing a ticket to one of our two steaming shows now the regular steaming shows are only eight pounds per person so it's an absolute steal and then you get onto that pre-sale list as well and it's also a camp old night so and you'll have you, a great you time do, you get to come and see what we do on a regular basis yes which usually is camp buffoonery absolute <laughs> camp buffoonery we're cracking jokes we're doing duet numbers and on the freaky friday where madam joe and divine tension will be swapping one number each so we're going to be doing one of each other's numbers. I will not be singing and she will not be lip syncing the number. I believe you're going to sing one of my numbers. I'm going to lip sync one of your numbers, girl. Are you? Does I that am. mean I have to like sing? You can do whatever the fuck no, you want. No, but the thing is, the <laughs> one that I was planning on doing, I, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to say what it is, but the one I was planning on doing, I, I, I really don't think I could sing that. <laughs> we'll talk about not it Not after the legacy we'll that it left. We'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yes, so you purchased one of the tickets to January or February Steam In. Get your pre-sale link sent on the 26th and that um, pre-sale will stay open exclusively to link holders um, or until the 29th of January, at which point it will go on sale generally, which I'm I'm sure will be pandemonium. <laughs> so um, yes, yeah, so that's the kind of dates. That's so soon. <laughs> so <laughs> soon. It's weird, everything comes around so quickly. I remember last year when i'd booked cheddar gorgeous and it was february yeah. and then the tickets went on sale at the 
end of February or beginning of March. Mm -hmm. And then the show was like, what, three or four months later? I swear to you, it did not we feel blinked. like... For, yeah, we blinked. And all of a sudden, like, you were performing Bohemian Rhapsody. I was doing Welcome to My Island. Ruri was screaming, who the fuck <laughs> is Edgar? Do you know what I mean? Like, it just all happened all at once. It was crazy. And uh, I have no doubt that it's going to be the exact same. So you want to get in there quickly. Um, and we're telling you this early on the 1st of January so that you have got time to put it in your diary, to book it off of work, to you know, make sure that you're there and to make sure that any holidays that you have planned um, aren't on the 8th of June <laughs> or don't <laughs> fall in line. I mean, to be fair, sometimes some people like what will book a holiday like a year so in advance, is, which is great. But I'm on holiday the week before. So good timing. Um, yeah, oh, so you are. I'm 60. Yes. So I get home. That's not your mum's 60, is she? I. Oh my god! So we go away on the thirtieth. Uh, Jordan's mum, if you're if you're listening, you don't look at babe. Girlies, I'm Jesus back on, I'm back on the. S- Do not say the sags. If if your flights get delayed, I'm back on the sick. Ooh, oh, that's going to be a tight turnaround, girl. Well, I mean, you can, we can either expect to see Madam Joe or Ruby Smith <laughs> performing. <laughs> at... I'm going to have a lovely colour to boot me. Oh, yes. I, I'm going to get up there and I'm going to do some camp shit. We're going to do some camp stuff. We will definitely have a duet um, number. The dancers are going to be back, which is very exciting. Um, I've, I've, I'm going to have my um, backup dancers. We I, might, I might make some inquiries. Um, oh, my God. Madam Joe with backup dancers? Stop <laughs> it. Well, something needs to give that performance some life. Um <laughs> Not you, no way, and not you, teddy bear rolling across the floor to Lady Gaga. <laughs> I think that was a cultural moment. I actually do, like you sticking your leg in the air. Oh, it was great. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway, just before we announce the headliner, yes. Um. Just want to say genuinely how grateful I am to you. Um. Oh my because God. you've given me so many amazing opportunities. We became such amazing friends out of yeah. these. Crazy wee careers, and um, thank you for trusting me to be a part of your baby. Oh my god! Not a part of your baby. Stop that sounds it. weird. Thank <laughs> yeah, you for yeah. trusting me. Thank with your you baby. for having putting me in your womb. Or what? What's happening? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Honestly, it really does mean a lot. You're tra- sitting here trying to make me cry. It's like crazy. Um, I know. Stop it. Uh, we're going to be like sobbing in the speaking queerly office in just a second. Um, <laughs> no, it really does mean a lot. And genuinely, it's just been so inspiring to see you know somebody else from Dumfries um, do it. Like I do it. <laughs> well, do it like a brother. Um, no, do it like a dude. No, um, but you, but you know what I mean. though. it's like it's, I really, get it. it's really, it's really, really inspiring to see your journey and how you've came and how far everything's came and to think that you did Bohemian Rhapsody with Cheddar Gorgeous, not with Cheddar Gorgeous, but at the Cheddar Gorgeous gag. That would have been lovely <laughs> with Cheddar Gorgeous, like rolling around. Um, if you, <laughs> teddy bear rolls with Cheddar yeah, yeah, teddy bear <laughs> rolls <laughs> with Teddy Bear Gorgeous. Um, yeah, <laughs> we steered so far off the course. No, but to see you go from that, I just it, it's it's going to be so exciting and so lovely to see what you do at the next. I'm just one. doing S Club Seven numbers. <laughs> I, I'm vetoing that. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> we need at least one share. No, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, oh no, there's. 
I don't know. But if anyone's got any suggestions of what Madden Joe should sing, like iconic numbers, please write into Speaking Queerly. I've got some suggestions. Oh, 100%. Um, but yeah, no, it's been really lovely. And yeah, thank you for being a part of it. Because Madam Joe, this is this is the first year that Madam Joe's going to be like involved to a point where like I'm just going to, she'll, she's, she, she's, she's, she's going to have a lovely holiday. She's, um, she's, <laughs> she's, uh, what's the word delegating tasks oh delegating tasks yes and she's going to be the typical manager sitting in the office on yeah. her phone while uh well i yeah. run around cleaning the dishes yeah she'll have a lovely holiday um <laughs> which is why i was like you're back on the six i starts twitching i'll take um, my work phone i'll take my work oh phone. absolutely yeah, yeah yeah i'll just i'll just keep on like messaging you like hi my work my work so, my, my my sim plan works in spain Oh, wonderful. Okay. Um, no, but that's, it's so nice to have somebody else and obviously to have all the sponsors on board and all the different people that we're going to be working with. Um, so yeah, it's going to be very exciting. Okay. Go on. Divine Tension. <sighs> yes. The headline act of Seaman, the main event, 2024. Yes. Is. It is. None other than the incredible, insatiable, larger than life winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two, the most iconic season, Lawrence Cheney. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Gay panic ensues. <laughs> okay, so. okay. So we need to talk about it. We need we to talk about this, Lawrence. Cheney. Or as RuPaul would say, Lawrence Cheney. Bing, bang, bong. <laughs> yes. Slap my dong. It's Lawrence Cheney. It is absolutely insane that we have managed to get Lawrence Cheney. So, Lawrence Cheney is going here, there, and everywhere. Multi, multinational. Multicontinental. Multicontinental. <laughs> has been over in the States. Has been all around Europe has toured, has toured recently their solo show, Overweight and Over It, to sold out audiences across the country, including in Carlisle, um, which is very exciting. I'm going to tap into that little market there. Hello, <laughs> Lawrence is coming back to Dumfries. Um, but yeah, it's super exciting to have Lawrence. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can't believe those words are kind of coming out of my mouth um, because it's just genuinely iconic. I don't think that there's a drag race queen from the UK franchise that everyone knows on a level that if you were to say like, for example, Bianca Del Rio yeah. in America or even in yeah. even in this country, everyone knows who that is, but everybody knows Lawrence Cheney, household I mean, name. I I'd said to my mum, so my mum knows who it is. Yes. Um, insider Baseball, I think I've known for about a month. <laughs> or since you inquired at least because you 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 emailed you snapchatted me after you emailed about the inquiry that sounds so i love that i love how unprofessional that sounds <laughs> you snapchatted me after you found out no i love that no uh, uh, no it's that's true just, that's just how we communicate no that is literally just no well yeah because you know it's it's, it's business Twins. and pleasure with us you know it's very <laughs> that i just I, love that though i message for the business snapchat for the chat that's um, it you know and yeah, i was I'd, screaming i said to my mom because it's my mom no of course um, I'd said to mum, like, listen, like, Lawrence Cheney is booked for main event 2.0, or at least, you know, it's down in our diary. Mm. And my mum said, oh, even I know who that is. I know. And my mum's not a watcher of Drag Race. She's watched bits here and there. Yeah. But has never, like, sat down and just watched it. Yeah. Um, like, in its entirety. And 
you know, even my mum knows who that is. So that that just goes to show you. And I think because Lawrence is such a household name at this point, like I can only think of maybe a few queens off the top of my head from the UK franchise that has that sort of appeal, like your Vivians and your maybe your Blue Hydrangeas as well. I know they've yeah. got a lot of um, outer drag race publicity. Yes. Um, they have such cross-platform appeal and notoriety. Um and when you messaged me, I couldn't genuinely believe that you'd, you'd reached out and that the possibility was there. I couldn't believe. So I remember when I reached out and I got the email from their agent, um, who are lovely people, by the way. I got an email from their agent saying, Lawrence is available on that day, explains to me a whole bunch of other stuff. And, you know, this is what it's going to be, you know. Um, and I was like, I'm sorry, available? Because it's like, they're so in demand in the UK right now just because they do do a lot over in the States. Um, so I just had that moment where I looked at it and I said to myself, I was like, I am going to get... Because you have to go through the whole thing of like get sponsors, get the funds together, you know, do the kind of business stuff. And I was like, I'm going to work the shit out of that for the next... It took me, what, a week and a half yeah. or two weeks yeah. to gather everything together and you know, get those sponsors together, have conversations, have meetings, like just talk to people about it. And lo and behold, it happened. I remember when I first got the email, there was a part of me that was just like, this is unattainable, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, is this actually going to happen like business-wise? But it has. Um, and it's crazy to think that. And it's crazy to think that, you know, it just kind of goes to show, doesn't it? That like the, the age old saying of hard work pays off and, you know, you have to really be de determined to get something to get it. And, I think we've shown that with getting Lawrence. It's yeah, wild. A hundred percent. I think yeah. it doesn't take away from the, the previous drag race artists that we've had in the past because they've no. all been outstanding and they've all been so memorable for so many reasons. I mean, Cheddar Gorgeous is just iconic. Vanity Milan um, bloody walked a runway at like the Queen's Jubilee and all that sort of stuff. Like there's so yeah. many iconic moments from our previous acts that we've had here. Yes. Um, but honestly, I think Lawrence Cheney, and it's it's really not to take away from the other queens, but Lawrence Cheney is <sighs> another level. And it's so special mm -hmm. to us as Scottish folk that we're having probably the biggest drag queen in the UK right now who yes. is Scottish appearing at yes. a Scottish show. Yeah, that oh, is yeah. so rural. I don't know if Lawrence Cheney has ever performed in Dumfries before. Um, I don't. Lawrence Cheney has never been in Dumfries before. I know that for a so, fact. <laughs> it's wild. You know the fact that Divine Dench presents Steven yeah. yeah. is going to be the catalyst to yeah. deliver Lawrence Cheney to the Dumfries masses is, yeah. is crazy. And you should be so so proud of yourself because you have worked so hard for this. Absolutely, thank so you. So hard. Yeah, um, it means a lot. With that being said. We are going to wrap this up right now. This special has gone on longer than I thought it would have. <laughs> it's supposed to be a 15 minute conversation. It was like a half hour or yeah. back and forth. Um, yeah. A massive thank you to the Stove Network and to the team here at the Stove for letting us use their facilities um, and their recording equipment. 
A massive thank you to my wonderful co-host, Ruby Thinsmith. You're most welcome. A massive thank you to Divine Tension. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And a massive thank you to you listening at home. All the details from today's conversation will be posted on the Speaking Quail page and, of course, on Divine Tension's page and my page as well, because why the fuck not? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. My name has been Madam Joe Mama, and please tell your cat I said bing bang bong. (laughs) <laughs>